Hello everybody, Deborah Dondelinger here with another Tapping This Week podcast for the week beginning August the 26th. And today, tonight, um, I'm recording at a different time of day than I normally do, uh, we're looking at the archetype energy of the 59th. And this was a little bit confusing for me, uh, not confusing, it was hard for me to find the thread and the connection in the different systems that look at this energy. In the original I Ching, um, this hexagram is called dispersion. And there's a theme of, of gentleness, saying that as we're gentle, we can move through things that seem impenetrable. In human design, this gate is called sexuality. And it's about se- a seductive um, sexual energy that has different forms. And it's about reproduction and creativity. And then in Jean, in Richard Rudd's Gene Keys, he talks about moving from the shadow of dishonesty to the gift of intimacy. And as I thought about these three different systems and also the meditations I had done on this last year, um, what came up for me was the question, the gentle question of how are we connected? And if you remember last week when we did some tapping on the 29th archetypal and the energy of yes and no, we talked about saying yes as a way to please people. And the conclusion that I came to with that came to me as we were tapping is we say yes because we want connection. And then we move to the 59th archetype energy we're experiencing now. And it's am I available to be connected to you, to be intimate with you, be honest with you? And what are the masks that we hide behind? And the way we feel connection is in our heart space. I mean, yeah, there's the physical connection of, of, of sex, but that's not where this energy calls, this, this archetype calls to me at all. It's, um, it's the heart space and how are we connected. So as you sit and take a deep breath, or if you're standing and walking, as you pause and take a deep breath, and breathe into the heart space, and bring the energy of somebody in front of you. Could be a partner, a spouse, a parent, a child, a friend. And ask your question, ask, ask yourself the question, how are we connected? And when you ask that, what do you notice in your body? I just, my experience is just heart space opening up and completely relaxing into this deep, intimate connection with the other. But it's much easier to do that imagining the person than it is in real life, right? We get around people and we start to to hide a little bit or or to be on guard or, or to worry what they might think about us or we don't have the energy to interact. So I'm always curious about this heart connection, how it shows up in real life. But what happens if you think about somebody and your heart space constricts? What do we do with that? So as we tap, beginning on the side of the hand point, as I notice my energy drops when I think of this person, I don't know why and I don't understand it. I deeply and completely accept myself 
as my heart space constricts when I think of this person. I can feel the fear in the core of my body. I deeply and completely accept myself. As I lose touch with my heart space thinking about this person, I still deeply and completely accept myself. Moving through the points, beginning with the eyebrow, the sense of constriction, the subtle feeling of fear. I wonder where my heart closes. Perhaps they don't feel safe to me. Perhaps I don't know them. Perhaps their heart is closed, and so I cannot maintain connection with them. Okay, stop there. Nice deep breath. Hmm. So if your heart if your heart did constrict a little bit as you thought about this person that you want to be in connection with or that you are in relationship with, I think that backs us up to the very question from last week, and do we want to be in relationship with this person? There's like there's a um there's, there's like a door. It's a gatekeeper. It's a gate. Do we want to be in relationship? And if the answer is yes, then we can turn to the heart space and see how available we are and what it feels like when we connect with them. But if you think about as a kid, all the times you were told you had to be in relationship with somebody without checking in with your intuition or your sense of what felt right. You had to sit in a certain place in the classroom. You had to have certain teachers as, as adults as teachers. If you were subject to any sort of abuse or unwanted touch, you had to be touched if you didn't want it. So as children, we don't have a lot of autonomy to say, yes, I'm available to this relationship or no, I'm not. And I'm curious how that carries over into our adult lives and really claiming our decisions to be in relationship with another. So let's tap on the childhood aspect. As I think about all the times I was not in charge as a kid, I didn't get to say yes, and I didn't get to say no very often. I deeply, completely accept myself now and then. As I think about all the times I didn't get to say yes, and I didn't get to say no. I'm open to the idea now of reclaiming my internal autonomy and authority and saying yes and no. As I notice this deep desire, I do have to connect with the other. Once I have said yes to that person, I honor myself, my heart space, and my ability to notice my yeses and my nos. Okay, moving through the points, beginning with the eyebrow. I didn't get to say yes. I didn't get to say no. I didn't get to say yes. I didn't get to notice who felt good to me and who didn't. I didn't get to act on that noticing. I have the space now to notice. I have the space now to notice whether it's a yes or a no. Stop there, take a nice deep breath. 
And if a particular story comes to mind or a person comes to mind from when you're a kid that you didn't get to say no to, go ahead and tap on that privately um, or on your own. Just tapping through the story very gently. If it gets too intense, back off and, and tell the story from a more distant perspective. And as we go about this week, I invite you two things. One is just ask yourself, how are we connected? There was a man who yelled at me today. He thought I should have stopped for a crosswalk and I did not think I had to stop with the crosswalk. Um, the people coming across were far away from it. They weren't even in it. They weren't ready to cross. And I sort of reacted with anger back at him. <clears throat> and then driving away, I realized, okay, what's the connection here? And um, we both obviously care for our kids and we'd want to know that they were safe on a crosswalk. Um, so that's the story. That's the made up story. That's the connection I have with him. And you know what? I have also yelled at people in crosswalks for not stopping. So I share that connection with this person very deeply. Now, am I going to invite him into my heart? No, I don't know him. And it's not a yes to me. But we can still ask the question, how are we connected? And the other invitation for this week is to notice before you go into a room, before you talk to somebody at the store, before you pick a line to check in at to check out at, notice which one appeals to you, which one calls to you. We're reawakening the subtle cat-like sense of where we want to go and where we want to be. We're powerful creators. And as we show up, not hiding, but as we show up, we can connect more with the people who we say yes to in our lives. Okay, thanks for tapping. Um, this was a harder one for me. I, it, um, yeah, it was harder for me to find the words on this one. So I hope some of it makes sense to somebody. And um, those of you who are on my email list, um, I sent out a survey in the last email list, and I love getting the responses. I just had six questions asking about how often you tap and what would help you. So if you're on my email list, please do do the survey. And if you already have, thank you. And if you're not on my email list, you can find it on my website, eftwithdebra.com. Okay, thanks bunches, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.